All right, guys, back live from your mother's basement. It's the live from your mother's basement podcast. Is that gonna is that gonna fly? <laughs> I don't know. Our meatloaf <laughs> meat smells like shit, though. Yeah. I, who likes meatloaf? Oh my god, it's so terrible! Isn't it's it? like it's like the it's like the abortion of leftover foods. It's it's, it's a I mean? meat it's a meat cake. Yeah, I mean, I'm not you know. Just I'm let not, that shit soak in. <laughs> I'm not. Super, you know what I'm saying? I'm not super like, big on baked goods as it is. Cake. Like somebody was like, "Look, you know, uh, starving." I kind of want cake, but I also kind of want a hamburger. Dude was like, "I'm on it." I mean, is it is it taken from the tradition of shepherd's pie? Is that which is I don't also know. Like that's some meat- nasty shit too. Yeah, yeah. Just I, I you know what? I <laughs> I'm not gonna even get into that, but let's not judge people's food choices. But we're here to talk about comics and and whatnot and who you what's on. And hopefully, you guys catched our live episode because we're on recording the third episode now. We just released the first. You know what I call that? Progress above the power curve. <laughs> pretty soon it'll be pretty soon it'll be on iTunes, and then one day with we'll a Facebook page all our own. Yeah, that's not called the Nerd Rage Podcast. <laughs> I'm still waiting for I'm still waiting for a uh, email from those guys, a little nasty Graham. Are they are they British? Fight me. I mean, yeah, true. Hey man, welcome. So, um, uh, Bobby Skullface and Adam, we're your hosts, and uh, we're gonna talk a little bit of comics, a little bit about a little pop culture, what we're watching, what we're reading. And just have a uh, you know a neckbeardless conversation about the fandom, um, and do you, you know anything else that we need to jump on before we uh, unleash? Well, what did uh, I'll tell you? I'll tell, let's go through what we uh, we, went, we went through this week. So, what you do nerd related this week? I've I purchased uh, two books and read them both. One's a forty k book, but I feel like it's appropriate to talk about on this podcast because you probably talk about Transformer comic book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I uh, I got a 40K book, uh, Ragnar Blackmane, which I finished in about a day and a half. So there's some bitches, scraps, and complaints in regards to that. And I got Earth 1 Superman Volume 3, which I'll probably have some bitches, scraps, and complaints about that. Uh, besides that, we saw a couple new trailers, or a single trailer, and there's just some other nerd stuff coming up. You know, this is like the longest period like the next four years without a superhero movie. I know, isn't that fucking awesome? Yeah, it, it, it it's like, it's like awesome, and especially the fact that we're gonna have Daredevil's coming out in a few months. Jessica Jones is coming out in a month. Um, we're gonna see stuff for Luke Cage on Netflix. Netflix is just destroying it, and then of course all the fall TV shows are about to start back up. Um, so I'm excited about that, dude. I'm gonna have to give you my Hulu password, so you can you know you can watch one one or two shows here and there. Oh, you're so bad. You don't have to do it, man. I know you hate sitcom shows, man. Yeah. You're like the only. You're like, you're like the guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm the guy you know. I'm this one guy you know. Oh, yeah, that hates sitcoms. So uh, that's pretty much it, man. Uh, what about you? Um, I've been reviewing a lot this week. I reviewed that Devastator. Um. Oh uh, God, I guess it'll be up by now by the time people listen to this. But oh, what a nightmare. And uh, I've been rereading uh, Infinite Crisis. Mm-hmm. I got that omnibus like two years ago that like, you know, whenever you get like one of those fucking telephone book comics, you're like, yeah, I think I'm going to start this tomorrow. Definitely tomorrow. Yeah. Night tomorrow comes. You're like, oh, it's got less to go. As soon as I, as soon as I, as soon as I, uh, you know, had this work week finished, there's a lot of stuff going on at work. As soon as the work week's finished, I'm going to get into this. Yeah. Like, oh, I got a vacation coming up in a couple months. As soon as I get the vacation, it's been like one of those things. So like I, I finally got into it. It opens with the whole death of Blue Beetle bit. Yeah, which I never read. I mean, I, I was aware that it happened in order to kind of launch uh, Infinite Crisis. 
uh, I did say Infinite Crisis, right? Not Final Crisis. Is it Infinite Crisis or Identity Crisis? Infinite Crisis. Okay. I, uh, and uh, Identity there, there's Crisis. There's so many crisis. Yeah, crisis. What's the crises. plural on that? There's a, there's a lot of crises. Yeah, I mean, DC, it's, it's a universe of crisis. Yeah, I mean, people must have some PTSD pretty bad in that fucking universe, man. But They'd can, almost have to. Every, can, I mean, there's not a, do- a boring day. That much yeah. Agree on. yeah, absolutely. So the thing is, is uh, I, I mean, I knew that the death of Blue Beetle like kind of jump started the whole thing. I knew it tied into Identity Crisis. I, I just listened to a podcast this week where this guy was like trashing Identity Crisis. Like hated it. I was like, holy shit! It's like one really? of my favorite comics ever. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy talk. Yeah. Um, is, it, is it because DC's you know blatant use of like third rate characters and makes you care about them? Because I kind of think that's awesome. Yeah, I do too. It's, it, which brings me to Blue Beetle. Like, I was fucking heartbroken. I yeah. Got, like, I, I I haven't read that much Blue Beetle shit. I mean, I'm aware of him, but like, like the first couple books that lead up to like the death issue of him. Yeah. Like, really makes you fucking connect with the guy. You're like, fuck, man. Like, this is what it would be like to be like a D-lister in this universe. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, you're like, oh man, I got I got fucking sun rays that can shoot out of my eyes. Oh, I'm a fucking billionaire with like ridiculous gadgets. Oh, I can run through time. I got a power ring, controls everything. What do you do? I got this fucking space gun. <laughs> Doesn't he also have some kind of fancy backpack that does some fancy backpack stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a ton of gadgets and he's got like a little blue beetle mobile and a blue beetle mobile. And um it's like a I mean, space mobile or a that, ship. That's what I want. I could have that or a Batmobile, definitely be. Right. I'm just, I'm just joking. Right. I, I right. don't care if it was like Adam West Batmobile. I'd probably like to have Adam West Batmobile yeah. over a, a Blue Beetle. Mobile. I'd that take could, the Batman and Robin Batmobile. That could go in space, you know? So No, it had to do the – it can't be like the legitimate, like, real life. It had to be the fantasy one that was fucking awesome with a, you know, nuclear power and everything. I don't want to fill that bitch up with gas. Get out of here. Right. But continue about Blue Beetle. So anyway, I just I, I got I got really fucking attached to him. By the time he died, I was like, "Fuck, I forgot this happens." Like, damn, it sucks. Because I was like, uh, "You could relive like, the relive the tragedy all over again." <laughs> yeah, it was it was fucking yeah it was it was a it was a bummer. Did um, uh did they have a little funeral for him and everything? Uh, not yet, not not that I've seen. Like, because his death was kind of a mystery. Like, uh, this one of the people that's involved with Checkmate sent Batman like uh his broken goggles. And like a little note, um, and that's how they know that he died. Really? So does he? Yeah. Does he come back later? I can't. I mean, I know there's that I new Blue know. Beetle that's the Asian. Yeah, kid. I don't know, but I'll tell you, like it, it, reading it, it did give me those like those like DC and his like DC and his prime, Jeff Johns and his prime, Jim Lee's getting on board, nostalgic feels. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. Um, and that then let's see, fifty two shit, which I want to talk about a little bit later. Continue. And then what else did I do? I watched. Uh, I did watch Star Wars with my kid for the first time. Really? Yeah. You started with episode four. I did. Yeah, I, um, I, I did. Fuck up, and I, I, all three of my kids, uh, we sat down and watched one through six in that order, and it was kind of like a selfish little experiment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do kind of regret it now. I mean, it's not like you know, like oh, I ruined my kids. Regret. Right, right, it's, right. it's, it's, it's like ah. Oh, but you know, maybe the youngest will forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, I think her exact words when it was over was not as bad as I thought it would be. Really? Yeah. Still not really interested. Like, still like, just she. I will say, like, she did sit and watch it all. You know, like, which is not common. You know what I mean? Like, usually something that long. If she's not interested, she'll get up and fuck around. Yeah. Uh, real people. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
Um, but she did sit and watch it all. She she loved Jabba, which is so weird to me. Um, so like that. Oh, because yeah, still, this is the uh, this is the updated. Exactly, it's the Blu-ray edition. Um, so I'm sure she's got the Muppet scene to look forward to in Jedi when we get there. But um, yeah, she 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 was alright. She was alright with it. But she didn't. She definitely didn't take to it. Speaking of which, in the time that we have since talked, I went to Force Friday. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, that was sad. Full of fucking Mountain Dew drinking neck. Oh my god! You know what's funny is like I don't deal with Star Wars collectors as often as I deal with Transformer collectors, but there's a lot of similarities, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities. Like I was standing in line. I mean, do you think they're the same people? I mean, I I would say that Star Wars and Transformers probably could like crisscross a little bit. Well, no, like uh, you know, Star Wars people are kind of their own thing. You know what? You know what's interesting about Star Wars people too is like uh, like I learned this talking to them. Um, and you know, in, I found this specimen. In well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like while I was waiting, while I was waiting in line, just talking to guys, like uh, they were talking about like stuff that they read, right? Mm-hmm. And I was bringing up like Batman or whatever, and they were like not interested. Um, so I was like, oh, you guys just like mainly read like science fiction stuff. All their stuff that they read was all like fantasy stuff, like super like elves and you know World of Warcraft type fantasy oh. novels. Yeah, and I was like, I guess that kind of makes sense because like Star Wars is kind of more of a fantasy tale in space rather than like a classic sci-fi adventure. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but I thought that was interesting. But like, uh, so anyway, we got to talking. Now, the all the stuff, all the fucking product went up on Amazon like an hour before midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I I had like uh I had got like uh I I'd plan I I put like all the Black Series figures in my cart. Yeah. Um, the, the six inch. And I just figured, you know what? Like, I'm going to do this for the tradition. Like, we've always done it. You know, you, you couldn't make it this year. But, like, you remember we did it for episode yeah. one? Oh, like, yeah. Way back in 99 we did it. And, like, you know, it's just a tradition. We did it for episode three. We were, uh, you know, living in the same town. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's just a tradition. So, like, I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to buy it there. I'm going to have the whole experience. Um, so I'm talking to the guys. And they're like, yeah, I'm really looking for, like, like I, like, I feel like I can't live without, like, a Kylo Ren figure or whatever. And I was like, dude, I was like, they're all on Amazon right now. Like, if, if it's that big of a deal it off Amazon. Yeah, absolutely. And, makes sense. Yeah, and he was like, well, I'm going to see if it's in there first. And I was like, okay. I was like, oh, you know, whatever. So that's how it kind of introduced the conversation, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're talking, we're carrying on, we're having we're having a decent time, and, and then the three and three quarter discussion comes up. And I'm like, yeah, why the, why the hell do those things suck now? Mm-hmm. And they looked at me like I just smacked their parents. Really? Yeah, and like, I, I, I could feel the tension. I was like, Fuck. Like I, I, I feel think, your hate. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I was like, I was like, I was. They were like, uh, what do you mean? And I was like, well, they're like, they're just shitty. Like the sculpts are like, you know, they're like, it's like they're stepping backwards. And um, and they were like backwards to like power of the backwards to like the nineties or backwards to the eighties. Backwards to the seventies. Like, and I was like, and I was like, <laughs> well, probably back to the to the nineties. You know, with the five points of articulation and all that. I was like, I just, I was like the Black Series three and three quarter figures and the ones before the Black Series, like, you know, three and three quarter figures for a while now have been some of the best three and three quarter figures ever, yeah. ever. And, uh, dude, they didn't speak to me for the rest of the time in line. Like, R- they shunned me. I was shunned. Did just turn around and, because you weren't drinking the Kool-Aid. I wasn't. Yeah. That's so I went in there. We, we finally got, like, the doors open. I make my way back. Um. I almost did like a dickheady thing and I didn't. I'm glad I didn't. But like, uh, 
so a guy like made it like two feet into the door that was that was like two people ahead of us yeah and he forgot to get a cart so he stepped back to get a cart you know the cart is like in the first opening yeah and like my instincts like just it has nothing to do with star wars or, or collecting or anything it's just my natural like competitive like <laughs> you know instincts are like fuck them yeah. burn them you know get around this asshole and get in front of them you know that that's that's what naturally kicked in but you know what i did i stopped the guy in front of me got around him i stopped i kept everybody behind me back let that guy get his card and go ahead you know he had stood in line he had earned his spot mm-hmm. um so was it that much of a mess i mean how many people were there uh there's probably like 100 people really that's, yeah yeah that's a pretty decent turnout man I, i'm yeah, actually a little I'm a, I'm a little shocked about that to tell you the truth yeah, now, it wasn't like a hundred different people, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it was a hundred different people. They weren't clones. It wasn't a tag. <laughs> you know, but it, it, it was it was like, you know, like the husband came and the wife came with, or you know what I mean? Like, it, was, it wasn't a hundred different collectors, but it was probably a hundred people. There was probably yeah, like yeah. 60 collectors. Yeah, there, there was some poor bastard there who just, just was along for the ride. Yeah, you could see the kids that were there, and they were, like, some of them were super excited, and that was cool to see, and then some of them, you know, they were just like, you know, they probably, like, to get back to their Disney Infinity game. Um, yeah. How is that? I don't know. It's a pretty cool concept. I've never played uh, it, it, obviously. Uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty cool concept. If, if, you, know, fig- if you know about that f- game and it's cool, let us know. Yeah, my kids got that Skylander thing, mm-hmm. which I bought on a, you know, kind of a, it's a funny story, but uh, they, they love it. But you know what I don't like about that? What's that? Uh, Daddy, can you beat this part for me? Like, uh, no. I'm like, No. I would have never. I would have never dreamed to ask my dad to play my video game when I was a kid. Yeah, but never. that is interesting though. Never ever. The difference is, is that your dad sucked at video games. You know what I mean? True. Like it is interesting that we're in a generation now where like your parents, like the kids' parents today, are like, you know, got some experience playing video games. Well, we're, we're master video game players. Some of us. Well, I mean, it takes ten thousand hours of doing something over and over again before you, you know, theoretically master that skill. And by the age of sixteen, most kids have have clocked ten thousand hours on a video game. So. Ergo, you know. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, like, you know, not all of us were into video games. You know what I mean? So oh, I'm tracking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the, the average, the average kid. You know? Right. So, yeah. like, uh, so anyway, like, we get in. Um, so here's the thing. This is what's funny. Uh, there was a guy at Toys R Us, like, walking up and down. Like, he's getting people pumped up. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like he's, like, a manager or something. He's like, you know, you guys he's, ready for the- He's Toys R Us's Flavor Flav. Yeah, of sorts. Uh, nice. Um, yeah. Lucky. He, had, he even had a, a crack pipe and a clock. Um, <laughs> his clock was just really small and on his wrist. <laughs> but he was like, uh, you know, he was like, you guys ready? Are you guys ready to awaken the force and all this shit? And, you know, and people are like, ah, fuck yeah. Like, it's, it's funny. Like, you know, there's like, you know, it's just funny. Fanboys are funny. So like uh, he's like it seems a little little aggressive. There's little kids. He's around. like there, he's like there's plenty of stuff in there. Don't worry. Don't you don't need to rush. There's plenty. We got plenty. We've been stocking all day. You know the whole bit, right? So that that only makes me want to rush in there even more, man. Throw some fucking elbows. So we get in. I get to the by the time that I, I was about halfway at the halfway point in the line, and by the time I get to the figures. There's plenty of three and three quarter left. I had intent. I knew they were five point articulation, but I was intending to still buy them. Mm-hmm. I walked up and I looked at them and I couldn't do it. That bad? I couldn't do it. I, I, it, it, it was sad because like, this is a line that I've cherished. You know what I mean? Since I was a child, 
it is my oldest nostalgic collecting niche. You know what I mean? Like I've been doing, I've been collecting Star Wars three legged Mario figures literally since before I can remember. Yeah. And I, and I walked up and I and looked at And you still have approximately 90% of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> I looked at them. I looked at the price tag. I looked at them. I looked at the price tag and I said, I can't do it. And I, I opted out. Which was a, a very like groundbreaking thing. Now I hear that uh, Walmart is going to carry like an exclusive line of three and three quarter black series. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll pick those up for sure. Did you make a scene though? Well, you're like, think, what no, is this? No, because I, I already realized that you know they were going to hail Hasbro all up and down them fucking aisles. So like, I was looking at it and I was just like, nope, I can't do it. And I, I knew about the uh, the exclusive figures coming from Walmart, but I got news for you there. I would imagine that that's going to be a one or two wave thing, and then kaput. Really? I, that's just that's just my that's just my gut feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would imagine that either one of two things is going to happen. They're going to shift their focus at Hasbro as a as a company to say, okay, six inch figures are for our collectors, three inch figures are for our kids. See, I'm not I'm not mad at that. I'm not totally mad at that, but what I'm saying is that I don't even think kids are interested in three and three quarter figures. Um, I don't know, man. It depends on the age range. I, I think that, yeah, your your nine through thirteen year old kids aren't, but your kids under that, uh, I don't think they care. I mean, from like you know, you're you're four. I, I mean, I don't even know the age range of those. Are, are now let me let me let me say though, I'm sure that they're marketed, you know, five and uh, they're, they're marketed differently than what. The age requirement is posted on the box. You know, it might, it might say five or up, but I guarantee you, there's some psychiatrist or psychologist or whatever the fuck does that stuff working for Hasbro. Like, oh yeah, this is gonna the four year olds are gonna love this. Well, you know? I'm sure it comes down to the the size of the weapons and stuff. Oh like yeah, that, yeah, but, I'm, but but things. but I, I guarantee you that they're you know Hasbro is, is not gonna stop you know a four year old from buying a toy that's a oh no 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 yeah. no. But but I'll tell you that like I've never I've literally never been in and i go to toys r us probably once a week and uh i've never in ev ever ever er all caps seen a kid look at three and three quarter toys in a in a toys r us aisle never yeah but like every time you get a toys r us and i go to the same toys r us that you go to and i don't go once a week now I, I go maybe once a quarter but every time i go there there's like a total of five people in there and like all right, let me rephrase it. There's a total eight people in there, and five of them were me and my family. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that well, not I mean, counting the staff. That's true too. But like, let me let me add this in there: is that like when I do see kids in there, they're not looking at three and three quarter figures. You know, they're looking at stuff like the lightsabers, like the role play stuff. They're looking at stuff like yeah, uh, I can I can concur to that. You know, like the infinity stuff, like the you know that whole thing. They're looking at stuff like the uh, the the hero mashers, like where you buy the kits and you can bash the figures like so you yeah. have a stormtrooper head with Darth Vader's body or whatever such nonsense. Like. I will tell you though, but it, it you know, it is a much more interactive generation, you know, generation that was literally brought up on, you know, video games from the day one. I mean like, yeah, we had video games when we were four or five, but I mean, these kids are looking at video games when they're like four or five months old playing, you know, slapping the tablet. Well that's what, what I'm mean? saying though. That's what I'm so saying. The, so they want more interactive shit. Right, obviously, but yeah. what I'm saying is, so shifting the focus of the three and three quarter line to a generation that could give a fuck is, in my opinion, we will see the death of the three and three quarter line as a result. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. And like, what's what's crazy is, is that like, you know, 
the three and three quarter line has been in the past aimed at collectors in spite of what Hasbro might tell you. You know what I mean? Because no kid is looking for that random alien figure at the back of the bar in the cantina getting a blowjob from the next. You know what I mean? Like no kid is looking for that. Whoa, but every whoa, whoa. Star hey, Wars, George Lucas doesn't roll that way, man. Right. So but every Star so Wars collector roll. is like, what? Still no, I don't know, uh, Kamadash, Winda Kafana? Still? <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, I feel you, man. So like, I don't know. I, I just think it's a poor choice. So so then I shifted gears, and by shifting gears, I mean moved literally moved my eyes from straightforward a quarter of an inch left to look at the Black Series figures. And I was like, well, I'll buy. I wasn't going to buy the Chewbacca because I just I don't need two Chewbacca, but I'll buy the other four. There's a new Chewbacca. Yeah, of it's course. like the Force Awakens Chewbacca, right? Oh, Jesus. I, th- I'm, I would imagine. I haven't looked at it in detail, but I would imagine that it's just a straight remake of the other one. Is he just a little bit more gray? You know, I, I I I didn't see one, so I don't know. Oh. I, haven't, I haven't been able to look at one in, in person, which brings me to my next point: that uh, literally picked clean. Wow! Not a figure on the peg, not a one, not one single Black Series figure. Is that because everybody just tore them off the shelves as soon yep. as they got there that yep. fast? Yep. Wow. So. Which is good. It's good for the franchise. It's good for, you know, it's good for the kind of the spirit of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not good on Toys R Us. Yeah. You know, like they should have been stacked. Like I remember when episode one came out, like, and I remember when episode three came out, the, like, the figures were everywhere. They, they, were, they were on the pegs and there was like big like display baskets in the middle of the aisle, like over pouring with figures. Well, maybe you know? they, they, they shelf them for fucking ever. No, this was, this was release night. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, did, did they all get sold out? No, no. Oh, you mean after the fact? Yeah, and then also this is, know. like, the, the day of Amazon where, you know, I, I don't know how many people were there that first time it went, but I, I, I want to say it was more than a than a, a hundred. I, I can't recall. So, I don't know, man. But, you know, it was just it was just interesting because it was just like, man, like, you know what I mean? Like, ugh, how sad, like. You know, collectors are here. They want to spend the money, and they can't even fucking stock the shelves. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely could be a problem. I don't know. It was sad. So that was that, and I ended up coming back home. I got three of the figures um, on Amazon. One had already sold out, so they took it out of my cart. Um, and it was the female, oddly enough. Well, do you think that's odd? I mean, don't. Female, well, female figures in comics, I guess, sell out a lot. Well, they do and they don't. You know, like usually they make more limited runs of the female figures because they don't sell as well. Mm-hmm. So they sell out, but it's usually because there's only less. Ah, uh, uh, um, that makes sense. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I was just like, wow, man. Like, you know, I don't know. I was, I was just like, so whatever. So anyway, I knew a guy, and he he found one for me. He picked it up, and uh, he owes me money anyway. So he. uh <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I just that's a little. That was a little aggressive. He owes me. Money. No, 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 no. I don't mean it that way. It was, it was for. It was actually. It was, it was for a commission. And he's into me. Like, um, he has a, like a really like he has like a. I, well, I think it's really cool company. Like I said, I haven't showed it to you because I never showed people my stuff anymore until it's colored. Because people are always like, eh, and then they see it colored. And they're like, oh, okay, I see what you did. Um, but like he wanted himself and Harley. Uh, he wanted himself as Batman with no mask and his wife or fiance or whatever as Harley. Um, an Arkham City design. Style. Correct. And, which is fine. 
but I can't resell that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I got to get all that money up front. Um, usually, like, if I get a commission and I can resell, like, somebody's like, I want Batman on a ledge. I'm like, I'm going to be able to sell the shit out of this thing. Okay, 50 bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not going to be able to. So, like, this this whole thing, like, he wanted a full background, the whole nine yards, so I charged him 250 mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, he found that, so I took 20 off, and then he found, uh, he, he was getting rid of uh, Play Arts Kai Cyborg. Mm-hmm. So I was like, shit, man, I'll take that too, take another 60 off, because he was going to sell it for 60. How was he? Uh, he's awesome. I, I like, he's, got, he's got a few issues, but I really dig him. Cool. Speaking of Play Arts Kai, uh, news this week. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, how good. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. so for those listening, the Play Arts Kai <laughs> released uh, Colored, uh, which is rare. Usually we just get the, the gray at first, but Colored prototypes of... Batman and Superman from the upcoming BVS design. Yes, yeah, and they look fantastic. That might be, that might be my entry drug to that collection. Yes, dude. yes. I mean, like, and I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast too. You know, I try to limit my collections to like certain themes, like to cover a little bit of everything, and and not like, like I want something to represent that interest. I don't necessarily want to have that collection. Right. Um. But oh, man, those fucking—I mean, good. I might have to find—I might have to move some artwork around my, you know, my, my man cave just to good buy good. a shelf to put that motherfucker up because yeah. it look—they look awesome. Um, I, I will say though, you know, I'm not trying to be critical because I want to see it, but <laughs> Batman look a little sad. Yeah, but you know what? I kind of—it <laughs> has—it has—it has some attitude to it. You know oh yeah, mean? oh yeah, but it's just—it's just like I kind of see like. It, it reminds me of that, you know, that one, the first picture of Batman that you have that he's kind of like looking down and everybody kind of made him look like a little sad. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and I love just, those it, memes. Yeah, oh, the funny shit, but it, it, it still resonates at like, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, um, I'm all in. Oh, uh, yeah. Play Arts makes a fucking beautiful figure. It's, uh, they're pretty sexified, man. I got to say, they did a, a damn good job. Um, and then the Superman, I think... There looks like there's a a lot of updates from the first Man of Steel. Yeah, it it, it looks it looks less stylized. Yeah, yeah. So I'm uh and I and I like the Play Arts Kai one, but it, it was like you know again, I don't I, I I don't like buying like a single model of things. Sometimes it always feels like you know you need a you need a little buddy, you need a little partner in there, you know. But I didn't want the Fiora. I kind of like the Jor-El, but it's like eh, it's kind of dumb to have Jor-El and 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 right. Superman. So I just never jumped in, um, but now, you know, hey, hey. I, I need to make this happen. Um, so yeah, so that was that. So let's uh, move it on to Jessica Jones. Mm. So we got the trailer. Yeah, a little teaser. Now, should we talk about the whole? Because wasn't wasn't well, first the, of all, alias I wasn't it Max? Wasn't it originally a Max book for Marvel? I think it was. Was it I'm Max not sure. or whatever the you know the kind of the R rated? Yeah, it was either Max or Max was like the first R rated, then Knights, like Marvel Knights, was like the second R rated. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know what I like most about this trailer? What's that? How much they gave you about like what's coming. Like they showed Luke Cage, and they showed Black Panther, and they showed fucking Punisher, and they showed Daredevil, and then there's even a scene that X Men are in it. (laughs) This trailer literally shows nothing. It's such a piece of shit. It's, it's such a piece of shit. It's like it's 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 like a light bright place for a minute, and like the, the best thing about the trailer is the song. Yeah, it's a good song. Now you're good a song. little bit more knowledgeable about all this stuff. Yeah, I, I you know my so you my, really, my, my knowledge. Pick up a few more things. 
Yeah, I mean, like, like, all right, so, you know, basically, I forget how Jessica Jones gets her powers. I might have to Wikipedia that shit real quick. But, you know, basically, she's she's kind of a Marvel girl, you know? I mean, without, like, without the, you know, super strength, I think she can fly. Your sound went really low, though, there for a second. Hold on a second. Yeah, it sounds better. All right, so let me let me jump on the wiki real quick. It's not a dick, so I didn't want to initially put it all the way in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, Jessica Jones. Now she's of course married to Luke Cage. Um, she was an Avenger for a while. Uh, so let me see, Brian Michael Bendis, who I like, good dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, former superhero became the owner of a, a sole employee of the uh, Alias Private Investigation. Um, she starred in two ongoing series, Alias and the Pulse. And like a lot of people, I think, confused because when Alias came out, it was the same time that Alias, the TV show, came out. Uh huh. So when I saw, when I first was into it, I was like, I don't want to watch that TV. You know, I, I never watched right. a TV show and whatever. Um, she's usually Alias Jewel, uh, Nitrous, Power Woman. Um, but mainly the whole angle of this is like, she's like kind of like a failed superhero, you know, like. She tried the superhero thing. There's a lot involved with uh, the Purple Man, who's a daredevil, you know, villain, um, who basically can control people with his pheromones or something silly, you know. <laughs> but there is it, there's a, a kind of a dark twist because I think she became um, a, a kind of a sex slave to him, and basically he he used her to do a bunch of bad shits. There's pheromones. Oh yeah, bro. They're on point, aren't they? So she was, uh, she was also in the storyline, kind of a friend of Peter Parker's. Um, but and and I guess she kind of uh, was inspired by Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had super strength, kind of invulnerability, flight, which she kind of sucked at. <laughs> you know, like she could fly but never control it. Right. And um, so you know, and so basically, she's a failed superhero. And the, and the the crazy thing is that she never really uses her powers. You know, like she she does investigation and and she has these situations, but it's more about like her character. Um, I know there's something as well with like the whole House of M part. I'm not gonna read this whole thing because you know you guys can go fucking do Wikipedia yourself. And, and if only there was a box. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she you know the the book the uh, alias book is basically her detective agency, and there's like you know some flashbacks and at a part at a point she got kind of involved with the Avengers, um, Mary Lou Cage, who is uh, Power Man. So, but I don't think they call him Power Man anymore. I know she was in Civil War and stuff like that. So, Secret Invasion, all the other stuff. Um, but, you know, she if, if you read any of the new Avenger books, because wasn't Luke Cage one of the new Avengers? Or was it the... Or the <sighs> Avengers now? I, I don't fucking he, yeah, know. Yeah, he was one of Or maybe the Mighty... Maybe it was the Mighty Avengers. I can't remember. One... One of those Brian Michael Bendis type Avengers series. I really, I mean, the new Avengers came out. That was pretty awesome when the that one Prison Break and Spider Man and Wolverine were both in it. So, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting, man. Um, the television series is supposed to be in the same Marvel u- Cinematic Universe, so you're going to have some crossovers with Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and of course, Luke Cage is going to have his own show, which I'm excited about. And the cool thing about it, they just started filming this thing. And uh, it's going to be out November 10th, November so, 20th. So, that is that is the nicest thing about that shit. Like, 
it is like when you get that season, it's it's like Christmas morning. Like yeah. Thirteen packages oh, yeah. wrapped for you, ready to go. Yeah, man, it's the best. It's the it's best. Um, other TV news. So Marvel is planning. I'm just gonna read this. I think this is from comic books, or it's from Geek Mafia. Uh, an unnamed source close to the situation has informed us that for Marvel's next slate of Netflix shows, they're going dark. Very dark. Okay. The source says that in... Has DC lost anybody recently? Never mind. You can expect the following shows for Netflix. Moon Knight with Bushman as the main villain. The Punisher with Jigsaw as the main villain. Deathlock with Fixer as the main villain. Spider-Woman with Madam Hydra as the main villain. Okay. And that's 2018 and 19. Well, see, they, they already have Deathlock in the uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. show. Well, I um, guess he's spinning off. I guess so, but like he doesn't look like Deathlock. Like he, Hopefully they Deathlock him the fuck up. Yeah, well, like they did this one scene where they x-rayed him, and like all of his Deathlocky bits are subdermis. Time to skin him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> mind. I don't, I don't mind that. Fire. <laughs> yeah, he was already been he's already been lit on fire. He's all burnt up, but he's not like that bad. I think maybe they they try to death lock him a little bit more. Yeah, and, let's light um, him on fire again. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, like, like, like you're a monster. Um, burn him to re- burn him beyond recognition. Yeah, we burn Deathlock to recognition. <laughs> okay, um, I'm in. I'm all. I'm all in. This could make so. sense for a number of reasons. Fans have been clamoring for a Moon Knight series for a while now, and with Netflix established for Marvel's darker properties, they could finally have a place for it. Frank Castle's appearing on season two of Daredevil, so by 2018, he'll already be established. Deathlock has already appeared on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Spider-Woman is fair game by 2019. Spider-Man, well, what does that mean? I have no idea. Is, is Spider-Woman not a Sony property then? I wonder. I wonder, I wonder if it is. I wonder if it comes into to use by then. I don't know because uh, Spider Woman, I don't think is connected to. I know he's not, but I wonder if there was some package deal. Where they were like, "Give us all. We want all the spiders." Maybe. Who knows? I'm gonna go see. Hold on a second, dude. Dogs are barking. So let me finish. Let me finish. Well, hold on, man. Why do dogs hate the UPS man? I'm just asking. Yeah. Fucking hate. Fucking hate that guy. I think even more than the mailman. But continue. Continue hey. your your story. So Spider Woman's fair game by 2019. Fuck that means. Spider-Man will already have been established in the MCU, which would be why I could see them wanting to capitalize on a similar character for the female audience. Blade has been thrown around as of late. It could end up being how Moon Knight is introduced into Marvel's shared universe. I'm a little surprised that Blade or Ghost Rider weren't announced as shows, but I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, because Blade reverted back here recently. Correct. Yeah. I'd be expecting a name drop or show type of appearance in any of the shows. Don't expect this to be true yet until Marvel actually confirms it. But that would be very, very cool. I would love to see a Moon Knight. Um, really? I'm not. I mean, he's okay. Yeah, like uh, I, th- I think he's that, just like, a crazy. He's just a crazy Batman. That yeah. You know, instead I of love Batman. Well, yeah, but like instead of like his parents being killed, didn't he like murder a bunch of people because he he was a mercenary? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I don't. Did you ever read the Finch run? Something like that. Uh, I. You know what? I, I have it. I think I read it, but I can't. It didn't leave me. I I didn't leave me with anything like, oh yeah. This, no, it wasn't good. It no. wasn't amazing by any stretch of the imagination, but it was uh, it was very pretty. <laughs> if 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 the show looks as good, um, I think it would. Yeah, least, the imagery is awesome. Yeah, I think it will at least go over well. Doesn't a Moon Knight get like 
super strength from like the phases of the moon too. Something goofy like that. <laughs> you know what? I don't even know anymore. I, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure if I was a betting man, I would say that full moon, he's going extra, extra <laughs> power, extra powerful. <laughs> That's so. I you know I guess it's no more ridiculous than anything else out there. It's just it's just more ridiculous because he's not a cherished childhood character. Maybe I don't know. What do you think? He's a, you know it's just it's just like the rest of them. They're all like, you know, whatever. You know, like it's just it, it all depends on how they approach it, right? So like if, if they if they do it with some real love and shit, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean I, I mean he the the, the Finch one lo- looks cool, just how are they gonna translate that co- that costume, man? You know? Yeah. It, it's just like <sighs> conceptually it's cool because you can do a lot of stuff with, with the, the the shadows. But you're talking about a big ass, big ass white costume. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Aren't you though? Huh? Aren't you though? Yeah, and it's. I mean, I don't think it's going to go over very well for people who don't know who Moon Knight is. He's like a crazed clansman. Yeah, that's what that's what it's going to come off as. I mean, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna start making that costume and they go, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Uh, like, at, this, like, at this angle, that that little moon piece that comes over his head, that you know, it's, it's reminiscent of Assassin's Creed. It, like from the angle, it might like be at the top of the crown of his head and look like <laughs> look like a cone. They're like, can we lose <laughs> the hood? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There'll be some. There'll be some, if they're gonna keep that. There's gonna be something dramatic done about his costume. There's gotta be, man. Gotta there's be. there's no way they can you know they okay, can go full retard. So everybody have a seat. Uh, turns out the hood didn't go over well with our test audience. Well, is Moon Knight black though? I can't remember. Hmm. Damn, I don't even. I think he is. Right yeah. Now. I'm thinking a cloak. Oh yeah, maybe you're thinking a cloak. Cloak is definitely black. Can't remember now, man. And I got that book. I might have to like drop the mic and walk away and grab. That maybe book. I'm not that interested in the Black Knight book. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the 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 art was cool. Yeah, you know? yeah, and there was David something Finch. too about an Egyptian god, and he had, I don't know, at one point he had some like cool like weapons that um, didn't Black Panther make him some weapons? Probably. I don't know if I say if I said Black Panther made him weapons that he's probably black. Is that is that passive racism? Hey, you know, probably. It depends if you're a hashtag progressive. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um. I'm more excited about the Luke Cage show. Yeah, I mean he's definitely the most interesting character. And and the, the, if they have, uh, you know, if they can start alluding to you know Jessica Jones and all that stuff, like with him, and you know if they tie that that relationship together, and maybe even the kid and all that kind of stuff, like they could do some really cool stuff. Well, hey, I, I want to see at least two or three seasons before she's pregnant. If they make her pregnant in her first season, that's gonna suck. Yeah. You know? So hey, 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 kids always ruin shit unless the show's about kids. That's true. Um, Anakin. Hashtag Anakin. Yeah. Um, so I also found this article this week, uh, sexiest, this, the, the sexiest moments in comics. Okay. You have um, me at hello? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. So, uh, <laughs> Power Girls cleavage window got, got number one. Uh, really? Yeah. Now I think that they're going, like, I, I don't know if this is in like any particular order. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, but but it's that's pretty awesome, uh, and she is like she is a well endowed gal. Yeah, you know, you know the story behind that, right? No. Well, one of the artists, like who was who was drawing her, was like 
He's like, fuck it. I'm just make her boobs huge one day. And he made them huge, and nobody said anything. And he's like, I wonder how, I wonder how much I, you know, like, you know, they started off like little A cups. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like every issue, he made them bigger and bigger and bigger, waiting to see if somebody would say something to him, and like nobody said anything. <laughs> I ever <to> did. <laughs> yeah. And I just oh, fucking let it fly. You know what I mean? Fucking nerds. Disgusting. <laughs> um. So number two was uh, Emma Frost's outfit throughout time. I, yeah, no, I can get behind that. Yeah, I, I can absolutely get behind that. I, I remember even as a kid, like yeah, the first time seeing the White Queen. Yes, yes. Oh my God. Like, like when I mean, she was just wearing like the white panties and like the, you know I, I mean. I want to say that's like the first time as an adolescent that I was like, oh, girls. I don't Why know. Why do I, I like that? I know that like it was the it was definitely the first time that like the super like idea of sexualizing comic book characters sprung to mind, so to speak. <laughs> like I, you know, like even like 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 you know, Psylocke was sexy. There was a lot of like characters that were sexy, but like it was something about the White Queen. I think the first time that I really zeroed in on her was in that double page spread in X Men number one that Jim Lee did that had all the villains in it. No, I, I remember her being sexy like that before that with like some of the cards. That was like oh, yeah. first grade, man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I guess, but I don't know if I zeroed in on it. Like I zeroed in on it that time. Like I remember thinking to myself, like, good, great, good, good, good. Well, I remember we found was it who was the guy that did all the painting, the painting marble? Yeah, I remember. And like he used a Playboy model. He used a Playboy model for a couple of them. We happened to have those Playboys. We were we were scandalous back in how old were we then? Twelve. Twelve. Oh yeah, man. We had a little little Playboy center center. Uh, fold uh, ring going on <laughs> that we totally shared and it was totally fine not weird at all <laughs> but like here, I'm so, gonna, here you go in this room for a minute i'm gonna go in this room <laughs> yeah but like we were like selling them at school and shit <laughs> yeah well i traded you like a whole bunch of mcfarland comics oh yeah oh yeah like, i was like i'm already done with these i got the ones that i need <laughs> <laughs> it is true though isn't it like like porno like like you're like oh man i already feel like i ran through this gal like 20 times i'll pass her on to somebody <laughs> that's horrible isn't it true though it's we're wired that way man god yeah. men are disgusting <laughs> so uh number three was the spider woman cover by milo Manera. is that the one that everybody had a fucking conniption yes. about oh jesus yes. talked about that last episode or um first episode. then the next is batgirl with a run in her tights i remember that yeah uh Batman, like they're like fighting, they're yeah. fighting these criminals, and Batman is yelling out, "Bat girl, get over here, help us! We've got a problem." <laughs> and Bat girl's like, "I have a bigger one, a run in my tights, dude." That see, that to me is way more sexist than that cover of of Spider. Oh, of course it is, but that's just probably back in the seventies. I know, but I'm just saying, you know, like why don't women get upset about this? Like this is what they should get upset about, not like a, a, a an ass. Well, I, I think that. Women of that generation didn't get upset about that stuff. You know what I mean? I'm, I mean, I'm being there's, serious. There's so much room for jokes there. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, like it's. I mean, like well, first off, they probably weren't reading comic books because comic books weren't as mainstream. But like, you know, dude, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in fucking trouble for saying shit like that. It's just like that the paradigm shifted, and what is acceptable has changes, and, it, and it's culturally relative to the culture of what's acceptable. You know what I mean? And women's anger or outrage to certain things, you know, like if, if like you ask my grandmother about something, she'd be like, oh, "That's stupid." You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, you know, why would anybody get upset about that? That's how it's supposed to be. I'm not saying that she's right. I'm just saying there's not as much outrage as it is today. Like people. Are I looking. made a super sexist comment recently. <laughs> it was. It was actually. It was probably one of my better ones. Uh-huh. Um. So like. <laughs> 
So we, we, Ronda Rousey came up. She was just on Ellen recently, right? Yeah. Um, and like, first of all, I find her incredibly attractive. I think I have this like I have this fascination for women that can kick my ass. Mm, um, yeah. I got so I find her incredibly attractive. I think that she's cool as shit. I think that she's a great. I think she's actually a role model. Like I love that she's so tough and like doesn't quit and all that shit. Like it's something to show my girls. Like, but she's still, but she's still a girl. You yes. Know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like a, a woman. A woman, I should say. Um. So like you know I'm I'm totally I'm totally into her. You know what I mean? Like big fan. I'm not a big fan of mixed martial arts and all that kind of stuff, just as a sport. But I'm a big fan of her. And uh, so anyway. <laughs> she was on. They were showing the clip from Ellen. I, I walked into the kitchen, so uh, like the eating area where I work, and like um, there were some guys in there, and they were like, they were like, "Man, she's tough." And like, uh, and I said something. I forget what it was, and they were like, "She will kick your ass." And I was like, "Before or after she makes me a sandwich?" Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, terrible. Oh, dude, I almost made like, you know, I, I think I think you and I are both. Um, relatively like pc when it counts but we love to like make non-pc comments for yeah, the sake of being non-pc yeah you know because you know poking fun at it you know what i mean well dude i was in a comic store the other day and i don't even know if i should put this in the podcast i might need to cut this out and like uh i was talking to one of the comic book owners and we were talking about movies and we were talking and like just green lantern came up and i'm like oh dude i want a john stewart green lantern movie i don't want you know i don't want um, Kyle or Hal? I want I want a John Stewart Greenlander. Please not Guy. Ugh. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't even get me started. He doesn't even fucking count. How dare you even suggest that? So, right after I said it, like I shit you not, this this black dude walks in with a Green Lantern shirt and a Green Lantern hat, <laughs> right? Right. And like like I almost said to him, a John, you know, John Stewart Greenlander, right? You know, uh-huh. like I almost said it to him and. I didn't. I'm like, man, he would have been like, why? Because I'm black. I got to like John Stewart. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like he'd automatic, but like, like I literally just like a minute before, like the last like topic we were talking about before we started talking about something else was a John Stewart Green Lantern movie. It is, it was serendipitous. And like, I was like, man, you know, I would probably said that that to that dude and he just fucking knocked me the fuck out. You know and what's like, funny? Okay. And like he and I probably would have, you know, I, in his mind, I probably would have deserved it, but it was an innocent statement because we were sure. talking about John Stewart. But you know what's funny is, uh, you know how like like back in the day, like if if they were talking about racist people and like the racist person would always say like, no, but some of my best friends are black or whatever. Yeah. Um, like I feel like I do that, but like the comic book equivalent of it. <laughs> like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, uh, like, like uh, these conversations pop up all the time, whether it be, you know, Johnny Storm being black or whatever, or like, uh, you know, like I was having a conversation with somebody recently and I was like, look, if you think there is any accident as to why the two major good guys of the next Star Wars film, it, one's a female and one's black, you're crazy. And then like, I was oh, like, shit. Oh, yeah. But see, I, don't, I, I don't care about that because I don't. I'm not invested in those characters. I don't care either. I'm yeah. fine. I'm yeah. fine. I, 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 I actually like as long as they like you know as long as the, the the roles especially make sense for like a female and all that kind of stuff and whatever. Like, I'm, I'm. I actually I celebrate it. You know what I mean? Like I applaud it. Like cool. You know, let's let's widen the spectrum a little bit. I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I'm a okay with that. But like I always feel like right afterwards I have to throw in like this statement. I'm like, but some of my favorite combo characters are black. And then I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm like. But you know what I mean? Like I, 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 I can't help but feel like I'm the guy saying, but some of my best friends. Are. No, 
Oh, some of my favorite comic book females, or some of my favorite comic book heroes of Wonder Woman. It, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Um, but whatever. Speaking of Wonder Woman, she was next on the list. Uh, a time when apparently Orion slaps her on the ass and says, "Go, so go at it," and gives her a little gives her a little love tap. Uh, how long? How? What age is this? It looks fairly modern. Oh, does she like knock him out the next move? Um, being a strong, proud woman who defends the honor of all people, Wonder Woman goes off on Orion about how degrading it is to be spanked by anyone, especially a male coworker. Does nothing. That's that's funny because like her whole like history is that of like bondage and right. other crazy stuff. Right, you know? because she was uh, because she was like a, she was made by a shrink that had like some serious. Oh yeah, he had a. I think he had a. Him and his wife had like a live-in girlfriend. He yes. invented the who was uh, a student. Who was a student of his. Yeah, he invented the uh, lie, lie detector. detector. Yeah, which is another funny thing. But like he basically wrote that character to write a female character. Like it yep. was one of those deals. I forget his name, but you guys can. There's a magic box. There was only this box. <laughs> um, so th- the next one is every woman in Sin City. <laughs> That's funny, man. It is, and I'll tell you, like, I'm not that, like, like, like. Okay, if I see Jessica Alba, like, I can acknowledge that she's a pretty girl. You know what I mean? But like, she's not really my like must after type. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's she's a little bit smaller framed and all that kind of stuff. Like, I, I like a more voluptuous woman. Like, I I, I don't you like I don't, a thick girl. Yeah, I don't I don't like a I don't like a you know an, an obese or unhealthy, but I like I like curves. I like I, I I'm just that way. You know what I mean? Um. My wife has a lot of Eastern European and, and Hispanic in her, and that's probably not by coincidence. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I like a, a thicker, yeah, curvaceous woman. Yeah. Um, but when I see Jessica Alba and that's in that in that bar, um, she's she has me. I'm like I'm like putty in her hands. I, I feel like she's Jessica Rabbit, and I'm at that bar. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, you know, my wife wouldn't let me let the kids watch Robert Roger Rabbit, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the other day. Really? Yeah. We 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 haven't talked about it yet. But it was like, you know, you're we sitting down and we don't, you know, during the, the school week, we don't watch a terrible amount of TV. But every once in a while, you know, I'd be like, all right, let's have a little family TV time. And we were, you know, going through Amazon or Netflix or whatever the fuck, you know, download or whatever. I was like, oh, sweet, who frame, frame Roger Rabbit? And she like, no. And I was like, all right. And we know we try not to engage in arguments in front of the kids, disagreements, right, right, you know, right. front and all. Stresses them out. So um, not, not so much it stresses out. I just think it. It erodes confidence, you know, in, in either parent. Oh, that's legit. That's um, legit. I think it stresses them out too. Like, like oh it's yeah, actually, it's happened with Laura and I and Jane. It'll be like, hey, is everything okay? You know what I mean? Makes yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I need to go back and have that conversation. But yeah, who framed Roger Rabbit? Wow, but, that's interesting. Like, like you know, we're funny about stuff like that too. Like, there's no Barbies in the house. Like, I don't want like this unrealistic. We have Barbies, but we don't have the Bratz dolls. And, but you know what like, I'm saying? That's just that's just you know yeah, here. Yeah. Like in, in this house, it's just how we roll. I don't think your daughter would even want to play with Barbies. Yeah, truth. probably not. But um, like, but like, she she has asked for them. You know, like she has inquired inquired about. Them. There's like a Barbie like movie that was like advertised at the beginning of one of her movies. You know what I mean? Like some kid movie, and it was like also available on DVD. You know, Barbie. <laughs> well, there, there's just like one Barbie there, goes to Bangkok. <laughs> well, you there's know? this one Barbie show. Yeah, this is fucking. This is out in the left field where they acknowledge that they're plastic toys. And, like, they'll, like, put stickers on the walls, and then, like, it'll pop out as furniture, like stickers on the dollhouses. Like, they recognize oh. that they're plastic, the animation is done, that they're plastic, 
they're like, see, kids, so when you buy this sticker for your for your fucking wall, it really does turn into furniture. Yeah, yeah. Imagination. Yeah, I know. Um, it's horrible. But yeah, so, so like, you know, we're funny about stuff like that, too. Uh, but what's interesting is that shit, like, life finds a way. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. So my wife has, like, like uh, my wife listens to, like, mainly, like, you know, like, new age alternative stuff, like Lord or Florence or stuff like that. Or, like, very pop styled stuff like Katy Perry or whatever. So she plays this shit in the car, which is fine. I mean, I yeah. play stuff that's way worse for kids to be listening to probably in my car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like we get out and my, yeah. my and like either, like I just imagine Jana being like, fuck the police or like, <laughs> or like, or like on the, on the other side, you know, be like, what are you going to do when the satanic mountain opens for you? You know, like, I, I just, I, I don't know what's going to happen. So, but the other day she's going, uh, my, my oldest is going upstairs and she's like, let me see that peacock, cock, cock, that peacock. And I'm like, whoa, 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 time out. Let's get back to fucking the police and satanic mountains, please. But whatever. <laughs> um, well, you know what's weird about my eight-year-old? Like, we, you know, we, we, and we're the vehicle, we usually play something on like the, like the, like iTunes or on the phone or whatever. We don't really listen to the radio that often. But whenever we turn on the radio... She now she doesn't have a radio. I don't know where she's learning this, but she knows every word to every song that's on the radio. I'm like, like you're either psychic, or you're like, you have some secret radio that you're listening to while you sleep. How do you know the words of the song? Like I, yeah. I'm, I'm baffled by it. But I'm sorry, continue. No, 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 no worries. So the next one was Superman uh, uh, spanks Lois Lane. And this is like an old old book. Um. So in the panel, it's all right when. Superman's like using his x-ray vision. He's like, my x-ray impulses are guiding that robot so that she gets a well-deserved spanking. I'll see that the fortress proves to be the last home in the world she would want. And the description is just so it's clear what's happening. And Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane, number 14, Lois Lane accidentally ended up in the fortress of solitude. So Superman is using telepathy to make one of his narcissistic identical superbots to give the woman (laughs) a spanking. During the uh, Golden Age, spanking ran rampant in comics. In this case, it seems that Superman is allowed to get his spank on because the woman accidentally broke into his house, and technically he's not spanking her. His robot is. Another plot point of this comic has Superman using his x-ray vision to read Lois Lane's diary, just in case you weren't sure whether or not Superman is a super dick. So, this is two things. Hysterical, and has inspired an idea for, for this podcast for the next two episodes, I think. What's um, that? Dude, how about we go through that Rob Liefeld blog, part one and part two? Oh Jesus! How funny would that be? Why do you Why do you want to Why do you want to cause me pain? It's <laughs> one of the funniest things ever. So the next thing was Archie. oh Jesus! Archie proves that twin sisters are the same person. Uh, so the one kid is saying, Archie, when you date the Taylor twins, how can you tell them apart? And Archie looks back at him, eyes brows raised, super cheesy Hasbro smile on, and says, "I don't even try." <laughs> Gangster mode. That is the most gangster shit ever <laughs> in didn't, any Archie comic throughout history. Didn't Archie die? Uh, I don't know. There's like a new Archie now. It's like a modern Archie. Yeah, I think he died like defending a gay person from an assassination. Really? I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm being serious. Wow. Yeah, something like that. Uh, the next one is Black Widow doesn't get an action figure. When Avengers Age of Ultron hit theaters in 2015, fans were a little confused about why Black Widow would be treated as essentially a den mother to the Avengers. 
There was some back and forth between journalists, bloggers, Josh Whedon about his intentions, but all that wasn't anywhere near as sexist as the tie-in playset, which came with a Captain America action figure, despite the fact the set replicated a stunt actually performed by Black Widow in the film. And that's the three and three-quarter, like, styled set. So, eh. what What stunt were they doing that was recreated? The one where, like, Black Widow's, like, you know, I'm always picking up after you boys, and, like, picks up the the shield off the ground. Oh, and this, like, this guy picks up a shield on a motorcycle or something? Well, that's the scene. They come. It comes with like the ship. It comes with like a little ship and like the bike. You know, and the bike. It's I guess whatever. I don't know. <sighs> Seems like outrage for the sake of outrage to me. So, Harley Quinn's suicide fan art contest is number ten. Nice. Harley Quinn has been a hot button character since her introduction in the early nineties. Depending on who's writing for her, she's either a strong feminist character or a dumb dumb whose only purpose is the sexual titillation of male readers. <laughs> In 2013, DC opened a contest that allowed readers to draw an illustration of the fan favorite character naked in a bathtub preparing to commit suicide. Not only did this contest disqualify artists who would rather not add to the echo chamber of an already over-sexualized character, but the contest was announced three days before National Suicide Prevention Week. Oh, what a Dude, bunch of dumbasses. I feel like DC kind of always is doing stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I mean, are they doing it for the sake of just doing it? You know I think I mean? it's actually, I think it's just like, I think it's just like, like the, oh, gee, oh, not think, again. I think they've created so many universes that like they fucked our proper universe up. Like the literal universe? Yeah. So like, like, you know, like when 9-11 happened, like Frank Miller was drawing the Batmobile driving into Metropolis. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just like they can't win. They're always doing little shit like that. H- by human, human perception is altering reality. Exactly. I'm down. Exactly. I like it. Um, so let's continue. But that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a hard one to top. I, I want to look more into that article. I didn't even know that contest was a thing. Uh, Batman and Black Canary have sex within five minutes of meeting each other. Um, Frank Miller again? No, this looks like Jim Lee. Oh, Frank Miller wrote it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was the shit that never happened. Uh, we keep our masks on. It's better that way. Is the is the only <sighs> see that that's when Frank. I think I think in that part Frank Miller is like I don't know if we talked about this before, but like I'm I'm kind of a, I'm kind of critical of Frank Miller. Like I I recognize his good work in you know Year One in The Dark Knight Returns, um, and even stuff like Sin City. But like I don't think he's like God's gift to comic book characters. Like a lot of people act like he is. <sighs> see, um, here's the thing, like. There's two books that came out around the same time that changed comics forever. Like, I mean, there, there's multiple times that this has happened, but just for you, you and me, like our generation, there's yeah. two books that came out relatively close to each other, and they changed comics forever. They changed it for our generation, and they changed it for the generation that was just ahead of us, mm-hmm. and that was The Watchmen and Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just one of those things. It's like, like comics will never be the same as a result of it. Like, and we have, the, we have grown to love comics because of what those two books have done. So like, it's almost like he's his own worst enemy in a way. Like everything is going to be compared to that. And he's done other stuff like Ronin is great. And 300 is great and all that kind of stuff. But like everything is always going to be held up to that statute. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's always going to say like, well, it wasn't dark Knight. but I am like, I, I know that you're kind of like, you know, you're, you're all sorts of on, um, you know, uh, pins and needles in terms of fear of taking something that you feel is bad and making it even worse with the the third installment of the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, but I will say this: I read an interview with him recently, and he said that uh, 
Dark Knight Returns or the Dark Knight Strikes Again, he was under contractual obligation to do. Okay. He, he wasn't really into it. You know, he was kind of like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of feel like this thing is done, but you know, I guess a contract is a contract. So did it. Um, I don't know if that's good enough for me, man. Like, I hear you. But he said that this next Dark Knight is something that him and Azzarello wanted to do. And Azzarello is no slouch. You know, I, I'm I'm going to be optimistic about this. Who's drawing it, though? I would imagine uh, Frank Miller. Hmm. I don't know, man, because that's another part. That's another part of my problem. I feel like Frank Miller suffers the same thing that like like McFarlane suffers where he's become a caricature caricature of his own style, you know? And and don't get me wrong, I was a huge, huge Tom McFarlane fan. Uh, and he's probably still, you know, my favorite art style period from the 90s. I think that he really, you know, changed the, 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 the game and a lot of people, you know, uh, that came after him kind of tried to emulate him. And, you know, that's, that's fine. I'm not, you know, talking bad about it. He just, you know, I think... This might be this might be too much, and you might not agree with this, but I think that McFarlane changed comic books the same way that anime kind of changed American comics. You know, um, maybe it's not as extreme, but I mean, definitely. I think that he definitely. I, I will say this, um, like, because I, I don't totally agree with that statement, but I don't totally disagree with it. I think that you get the you get the feel that I, you know, I'm trying to say there. I think he changed one thing I will say, and I'll say this to the day I die. I think he changed Spider-Man forever. Oh yeah. Like, absolutely. I think that, that what people do with Spider-Man even today, like in terms of how they show him swinging on webs and all that kind of stuff is mm-hmm. still McFarlane bleeding through those pages. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because he never did that super ridiculously like uh, what do they call it? Contortionist or whatever. Like he never did that shit until McFarlane took the reign. Yep. But I mean, I'd say the same that like he he changed the Incredible Hulk when he did his run on Hulk. Uh, that really exaggerated features of the Hulk came through. I mean, because the Hulk used to be a big dude, but like the massively big Hulk that we know to today comes from McFarlane. Okay, like, well, how about we say this? Everything that he does touch and get to create, he does make an impact. On. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down on. with that. I'm all, you know that, I think that's I think that's good. Um, but he is a crazy. He is fucking bad shit crazy now. Yes, indeed. So, yes, indeed. Um, but he, I forget even how we got here. But I, anyway, go ahead. You were talking about the Dark Knight and Frank. But Miller. I, but I think that Frank Miller, you know, if you look at his artwork from the Dark Knight Strikes Again, uh, you know, from his, even the Dark Knight artwork was kind of going in the stylized way to make Batman darker, and I'm all on board. Right. But everything since then, man, has just been so fucking left field, crazy looking. Like all of his variant covers he did for his Jim Lee, the Jim Lee run that he did. All of all of the the more recent stuff that I've seen, I just don't like the style of the art anyway. It, it looks lazy. It looks like he is a caricature of himself, and I just I, I can't appreciate it. Um, you know the way it, you know the way that I'm what I'm used to. You know I just uh. I don't know, man. I you know like because like I mean I, I I see I definitely see what you're saying. Okay, I'm not I'm not and I'm not even arguing that. But I also feel like you know like. You know, artists evolve, man, and, and they change and they start making – like if you look at uh, Jay Lee's art now, now would you agree that Jay Lee's art now is 10 times better than what it was in the 90s? Um, I, I could say that in the 90s when I was a kid, I wanted more realistic stuff, so I didn't appreciate Jay Lee back then. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I do think that Jay Lee 
ha has improved because artists do improve and they grow. But the other thing too is that you know the mixture of you know computer graphics and be able to finish and, and light everything has also changed comic book art. You sure. Know what I mean, uh, but like and, his and very few, like very few people, like Jim Lee. I mean, Jim Lee still fucking cross hatches the shit. Like that's his yeah, thing. Like he yeah, inks his own yeah. thing. He he inks nah, his Scott own stuff. Oh, that's true. That's true. But it, it's Scott Williams still ink his shit. Oh yeah, that's, his the only, stuff? that's the only anchor he'll work with. He'll only work with Scott Williams as an anchor. He'll only work with Alex Sinclair as a colorist for his stuff. Yeah, but they're almost like a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, I, mean? they, like, I, I dig that though, man. Because like a lot of times you don't see teams like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, I don't, I don't dislike it. I'm just no, saying I know. Like, I'm just saying as a side note. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I think that like Jay Lee, like, like, okay, this is not, this is not to draw a parallel to your. It's just a separate point in the discussion of artists and the evolution of their art. Yeah. I think that if you, if not you, but if one, were a huge fan of Jay Lee's art in the 90s, they wouldn't necessarily like what he does today. Because back in the 90s, it was super exaggerated. Like, the fingers were, like, as long as the abdomen. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it, it was, it was, it, it, it definitely it had was, its own It was body. more surreal. It was. It was very surreal. Um. Now, he's still stylized. Everything has a very cinematic look in the terms of, like, like just movement and shit. Like, you know, but his, like, he still uses heavy blacks. Like, he used to use heavy blacks back in the day. He still uses heavy blacks now. And that and that's still, you know, something he uses today. So, like, the, the, the overall style is still there, but it's just the, it's just it, the, the forms look, you know, more realistic. So he's kind of changed, but I can understand how somebody from the '90s would hate that. Now with Frank, I, I do feel you. I do feel like he went from like almost a more like uh, comic book, almost traditional look, mm -hmm. and then and then it got super stylized. It went like the I other. mean, it, it, it I hate say, I hate saying this because I hate to be a critic, but it, it seems that it's gotten more lazy. See, you know, I don't think it's gotten lazy. I just think it's gotten specific. It's, no, it's gotten it's gotten sketchy. It's gotten relying on a lot more negative space. It's just gotten like I, well, I don't have time for this. So let me I sketch this shit out. See, I, I think he evolved into that negative space shit from working with blacks and whites on Sin City for so long. You know, I I think that's where that. Yeah, but I think I think Sin City is is. I mean, all right. I'm not trying to criticize Sin City. I like Sin City. But I wonder if Sin City was done that way to cut corners for because I mean wasn't he publishing that shit himself? Uh, I think he had a publisher, but I but mean I he mean, was definitely doing it all himself. Yeah, but it wasn't like he had DC backing him then. No, no, you no. know. So like, like, I, I wonder if that's you know that's where that's coming from. It's not so much you know just for style for style reasons. I, I think it's style some... for style reasons. I don't know, man. Maybe I really do. But 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 here, I mean, I see what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. I get how you would say it. I'm just saying that I disagree. Um, but I can see how you wouldn't be into what he's doing today artistically, you know. But I don't think Azzarello draws. I think he's pretty much a realistic writer because he didn't draw the Hunter Bullis stuff, did he? No, no. Okay, and he and and, and Azzarello is a hell of a writer, you know. So I don't know. I think that I think there's a lot of potential. I mean, there's definitely potential. Don't get me wrong, and and you know, I'm hoping for it to be good, but it's just one of those things that sometimes, man, sometimes you don't need an Indiana Jones Part Four. No, you know I, what know. I mean, and I know, I know, I know, but like, to you know, the, the I, I think I would rather gamble at this point. Like, I'd rather gamble at this point and hope that because I, I don't hate the Dark Knight Strikes Back. 
I know a lot of people do. I don't. I don't love it the same way I love The Dark Knight Returns, but I don't hate it. Um, and I kind of dig the Robin thing in it. I know a lot of people don't like that either. But what was the Robin thing in it? I don't even remember. That he became uh, Catwoman, or she became Catwoman. <laughs> oh, Robin became Joker. Robin became Joker. Yeah. It, you know, um, it's so funny. It's it's been done to death now by so many other people. Right. You know, it's it's not as cool anymore as it used to be. I mean, it's you definitely know, not as shocking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you watch the Batman Beyond Return of Joker, which I that, that was a pretty good anime. I know you hate Batman Beyond. I'm I'm not a I don't I don't hate it, but it's not as good as the other stuff Bruce Tim did. Um, but yeah, it's just it's kind of old hat now. You know, I, I think the Joker being Alfred has been done before. The Joker being you know, Martha Wayne that has been was done. That fucking awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, let's continue with our sexist conversation. So, Wonder Woman is a weakling. Um, and in this panel, this is an old book, too. It says the, the next to offer is the, is the Amazon princess. And uh, I think it's Wonder Woman that says, well, yeah, Wonder Woman says, the Martian Manhunter's strength has failed him. Let me try. And Superman says, if our male super muscle won't work, your female muscles can't bend these bars. <laughs> When was this? Um, let's see here. It doesn't say. I mean, but the art does the art look stylized? It's old. You know, it's yeah. old. It's very old. It's it's fucking awesome. So the next one is Ben Grimm wants to spank Sue Storm. What is spanking? Why is Sue Storm such a fucking sexy comic book character? I know she's fully clothed. She, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's, there's yeah. nothing to suggest. I like, guess because like her back, her original backstory, she was a model. Which I don't under I don't understand how the original I gotta go back and read the original Fantastic Four because they all had like prior careers and they all like volunteered for this this space flight, you know. But it's like you know why the I guess that made sense to 1960s readers that the average Joe can go up in space and you know yada yada <laughs> yada yada bullshit. But so continue. The thing says, listen, Stretch. I think I'll just take your little wifey over my chubby i think i'll just take your little wifey over my chubby can't read this word little knee and then uh reed says with my blessings old friend she's got it coming you heard him Susie. come here and then she says you'll have to catch me mr thing (laughs) (laughs) how good is that god i mean it's you know what let's it's stuff like that and no wonder there was congressional hearings about comic books ruining children Back in the back in the day, so number fourteen is Wonder Woman's feminine vanity. How, many, it, did he, how many of these do we have to do? Twenty-two. They're great, though. <laughs> Listen, it, it makes it easier to breathe now to open my eyes if I can. Like she's got her ass kicked, right? She's got like bandages over her eyes and chin. This is old as shit. This book. It says makes it easier to breathe now to open my eyes. Now it makes it easier. To, it, it makes it easier to breathe now to open my eyes if I can. Uh, uh, my feminine vanity won't let me pull out my eyelashes. I'll have to escape blindfolded. Oh my god! My feminine vanity—that's crazy. Oh god! Uh, How old is that? Uh, uh, I don't know. It's old. It looks old. I'm gonna skip through some of these. Um, apparently, Wonder Woman was JLA's uh, secretary for a while, which is pretty funny. I didn't know that. Like the secretary for their meetings, like no, you know, like, no, 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 <laughs> like, 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 uh, I guess took their phone calls, um, made their appointments, <laughs> as one does. God, fucking nineteen sixty gender role bullshit. Yeah, uh, let's see. 
I guess they're progressively getting worse. Uh, the book Hurrows. Confusing Hurst. grab for female readers. Marvel launched a 2010 femme-centric comic-centric series called, appropriately enough, Girl Comics, which was an anthology of comics by girls for girls. Then they announced Hurrows, featuring younger versions of some of the women of Marvel. You know, because women and girls can't read comics if it's not based around cute yay versions of actual heroes. Now, I disagree with this because I think that this was probably out of fucking demand. I think that this is what happens when people are like, there's not enough women in comics. There's not enough comics for young and, female You know who's probably saying that? Some dumbass fucking male guy who, you know, wants to get on the bandwagon of calling out, you know, bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Let's so they, they do something to, to appease that audience, and it ends up being horseshit because it's not real. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's not, not legit. Exactly. Uh, Debbie Harris is murdered after having sex. <laughs> now, all of you, of course, know the classic character Debbie Harris that no one will ever be able to forget from the super memorable savage dragon but in case you you don't debbie harris is a main is is a main character in the savage dragon not a main character the main squeeze in savage dragon debbie harris is kicked out of her home by her mother so she goes to stay with savage dragon obviously and they end up having sex obviously because savage dragon essentially exists in the friday the 13th universe where any woman expressing sexual age uh agency must be punished debbie is promptly shot in the head by her ex-boyfriend why did Savage Dragon end up being? You know, that shit's still going. Is it? Yeah. Good for Eric Larson. I know. Eric Larson's a nice guy. He is. What's going is. on with his hand, though, isn't it? Huh? What's going on with his hand? Wasn't there something going on with his hand? I couldn't remember, dude. He draws with his left hand. He draws crazy. But, like, Man. to watch him do it is... Oh, okay. yeah. He's, like, he's like grabbing... It's like he's grabbing, like, a fork. Yeah. Like, like a three-year-old's grabbing a fork. But it's awesome to watch. You know, like, yeah. it's just like, you're like, fuck, like, this guy really... I, for- I forgot all about that, man. Yeah, it's like he has, like, like it's like he has, like, a faux cerebral palsy or something. Like, it's like... <laughs> do, do you know, it's, it's it's bizarre to watch, but he, like, he just... Like, you can tell that that guy sees what he wants to draw on the page far before it ever gets there. Yeah. It's yeah. like, his hand is just really the tool. He he was, uh, he, he was cool people, man. We've met, we met a couple of, uh, Jim Lee wasn't bad, um... Greg Kufala was pretty cool. That's how yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a little over the top. You know he I mean? is a little. I mean, those those whole those whole guys. They I kind of feel like that whole McFarlane crew. They actually like, they're like humble rock stars. Yes. You yes. Know what I mean, they, you can tell that they definitely come from that age where comic book artists were rock stars. You know, you know that that scene in uh, Wayne's World when they meet, meet Alice Cooper and like Alice Cooper and his whole lot are like super like smart and you know. Uh, very um, you know, they're they're talking about like history and shit like that, and it's just yeah. you know, the, that's the whole gag. You know what I mean? They're like having these intellectual conversations. That's how those guys are. Yeah, like, when you meet them. Well, I mean, know? fucking. Do you remember when they like had that Wildstorm uh, Top Cow crossover? And it was called Deathmatch. It was a Valiant Image crossover, and it crossed over the Wildstorm universe, the Top Cow universe. But I don't even think it was called Top Cow at the time. And then I don't the even Valiant. Remember, man. Universe was called like Check Checkmate or Death. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they those motherfuckers went on tour. Oh yeah, they had like oh, yeah. a tour bus. That's right. I forgot about that. Like that shit would never happen today. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, like the nineties were like the, I guess they were like the rock and roll time for comic books. I mean, not to yeah. say that comic book people aren't making money now, but it's like right. more mainstream. So there's different people in it. Or back in the day, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening. Well, yeah, it's crazy. To, uh, I was listening to Fat Man on Batman. 
<laughs> Tell me more. Dude, do you not know about Fat Man? I do not know about Fat Man on Batman. Dude, you need to get familiar with Fat Man on Batman. Is he? Is it a YouTube channel? No, it is a, a podcast done by our beloved uh, Kevin Smith. Oh, okay. Word. Yeah, and he was talking about like because you know he obviously he owns that store in New Jersey. I think he owns a few stores now. I'm sure Kevin Smith owns a lot of shit. The, the what was it called? It's like the. Have you seen a picture of him recently? No. He's like lost a ridiculous amount of weight. No shit. Yes. I think that's a I think that's a recent picture. I mean, I just saw this Kevin Smith looking guy who doesn't need his beard anymore to define his chin. I was like, fuck. <laughs> you know what also is funny about Kevin Smith? Well, not funny, but awesome. Um, like his love for his daughter. Like I know that sounds cheesy, but like I've been following the guy. You know, we both have been following the guy for so long, and like he's constantly like he doesn't like I follow him on Facebook and all the normal social media bullshit, and like it doesn't feel like I'm following a celebrity. It just feels like I'm following like a friend. Like, it's like, here's a picture of my daughter learning how to drive. Here's yeah. a, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just like, man, it's just cool. Um, but anyway, he was talking about, like, uh, Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash, I think is the name of the store. And he was talking about how, like, in the 90s, uh, if a book was selling 100,000 copies, uh, it was basically like, you're like, okay, well, it'll be, you know, two months before this thing gets canceled. And he was like, now if a book sells 100,000 copies, it is the top seller for the month. Like 100, 150, oh, yeah, because what was what was like uh, McFarlane Spider Man one was like 1.3 million, or 1. <laughs> yeah, 7, and X Men was 1.3 or, or vice versa, yeah. I think X Men did like 1.6 or something, but that, that was all like you know, that fuddy duddy numbers. Like, you know, Jim Lee had like that, that run of X Men, it had like six different covers, oh, yeah, and everybody bought three of them, exactly, yeah. So, <clears throat> whatever, almost destroyed the comic book industry, oh, yeah. I mean, that that whole era, you know what I mean, just like the, the, the ridiculous amount of variance that every got all the ridiculous number ones just it was like a, you were living in a world of number one yeah so that uh most sexiest comics thing that was from uh ranker.com if you ever get a chance to want to look out the full list or whatever uh there is one other thing that was interesting this week is uh well two other things we can talk about we want to uh, talk but, about what we read though i want to give little reviews oh okay all right well we don't want to go too far but let's just do these two <laughs> real quick uh one one we can pretty much get out of the way um Matt Damon said that Bourne would kick Batman's ass. Oh, yeah. Fuck Matt Damon. What a fucking idiot. I mean, is, I he, think, like, is he on crack? I think that he's really, you know, I, I don't think... He's having a go at his friend. Yeah, I think he's having a go at his friend. But it's well, still, it's still, it pisses you off, though, doesn't it? You're like, you don't even fucking know, man. Well, you know what, man? It's like... <sighs> my favorite reference to Matt Damon is is the, the World America... I mean, you know, Team America World, please. Matt Damon. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I kind of feel like everything that fucking comes out of that mouth, out of his mouth, you know he's a fucking idiot, right? Um, and there's also some other drama about him recently about his mom's a teacher and he speaks about public schools, but now he's he's moved and put his kids in a private school, which I don't care. I mean, if the guy wants to put his kids in a private school, fucking put his kids in a private school. I mean, he probably needs to put his kids in a private school because he's Matt fucking Damon and he's famous. And you right. know, and if you're famous, you're you're you become an instant slave to the populace's you know interest right. in whatever you're fucking doing, which I don't necessarily agree with. But anyway, I diverse. Um. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. That's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, Bourne is 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 a badass. I'll give him that. Uh, you know, I, I I don't dislike the Bourne movies. I think that they're they're the cinematography on the second and third one were shit. Um, the Jamie Renner one was a little bit better, but it just gets they they get it's the same stuff over and over again. And I mean, Batman. Oh, come on, dude. It's Batman. It's fucking Batman. It's a goddamn Batman. I think he's just having a go at his friend, but it was it was. I don't even think that Matt Damon can kick Ben can kick Ben Affleck's ass in real life. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I got. I know. I, I just got. I mean, like, I think that that Ben's got Dude, the reach that on him. Has to be the title. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. I mean, like, it, like it, I, ben I, ben and I, I'm not gonna say. I mean, I don't know either of the guys. I mean, aren't they both? Aren't they both both from Boston originally? Yeah. You know. So I, I got. I know. I, I got. I got Ben Affleck on that fight, man. Yeah. So hands down. Um, and the other last. I think Ben Affleck is aged a little bit better than Matt Damon too. Matt Damon's starting to look like a grandpa. Let's put that out there, man. The other last bit of news before uh, you this one is uh, Chris Nolan taking on uh, Akira, supposedly. <sighs> I don't know about that. What, what are you thinking? What's your thoughts? You know what, man? Like, well, for, first off, what, what was Nolan's net? It's going to be a hyper real telepathic based monster. All right. <laughs> All right. First off, I like the last movie Nolan did that interstellar. Um, I thought it was, it was cool. I, yeah. I'm into all that science shit. Um, a lot of people thought it was stupid. I, I disagree with them. I thought it was a solid movie. Um, I enjoyed it. I, you know, my wife even enjoyed it. We watched, I, I had to explain some stuff about relativity, but once I did, she was like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. So I do think you need to know a little bit about that genre to enjoy that movie. I like Nolan's Batman movies. I, I, and I know you disagree with this, I don't think that The Dark Knight Rises is as good as everybody says it is. Well, see, um, I, I, it's funny you say that because I think the exact opposite. What's that? I don't think Dark Knight Rises is as bad as everyone says it is. I don't think, I mean, I don't think everybody says it's bad. Oh, my God. Everybody in the nerd community does. Well, I, I mean, is that like a new trend that they're starting to say it's bad? Because, no, I mean, man. People, people have been criticizing that thing from day one, like the, the, the nerd community. Not like the regular, regular people love it. You know what I mean? But like people that are into this shit... Like, you know, it's always like, it's always like that, that, that last Batman movie. It's always has that like taint over it. I, I think that, so to speak. And I think that it's, I think that it's fucking damn good, but whatever. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not a bad movie. Um, and there's certain aspects of it that I, I want, but it, it comes down to it. It's just not the Batman movie that I want to see, you know? And I, and I think that's what it is. I think that there's aspects of the movie that I love. Uh, you know, I love the way that Catwoman was. I thought that, that, that was casted perfect. I love her whole style in that movie. But there's just a couple of key things that just that's hard for me to swallow. And I think that like, you know, we're we're big fans of the whole Batman the Batman series, the college humor stuff where they make fun of Nolan's Batman. Sure. And the reason that shit is so funny cuz it's so true. You know what I mean? Like he fucking he fucking you know, fucking hits it on nail on the head with what's foolish about those those series. But we totally had sex. You know what I mean? Like that shit is fucking funny, man. Um, and that whole movie, I think the uh, how it should have ended um, was probably the best one for for that, you know. But anyway, I, I think that Nolan, like M Night Shyamalan, Ding Dong, yeah, um, is starting to get this like he can't do anything wrong type of uh, mentality from people out there. And I don't think that Akira is the right match for him. I don't. I don't think it's going to be good. I think that he he tries to go in a super realistic genre. That's kind of what he's known for. It's not that he doesn't have a. Uh, he, it's not that he has a lack of imagination by any means. But he no. just likes more realistic movies. And Akira is <laughs> like one of the most fantastic fantasy. You really gotta buy into that fucking world. Um, that I just think is a poor match. And I hope that this is just a fucking rumor. No. I don't know. I I I mean, okay. So, I think that I think that is either going to be like a, one of. The, I think that Akira needs to be done one of the 
one of two ways. It needs to be done like in a Zack Snyder way. That, that was my next question. What would you rather see it be done by? I would Christopher rather Nolan see it, see or Zack Snyder? Zack Snyder. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, like, without a doubt, you know, like, drop but the mic and walk away. The the movies that, that Nolan has made, there's only one that I haven't enjoyed. What, uh, Insomnia? Yeah. I, I just had higher hopes for that. I, I didn't, I did not enjoy that one. I mean, I love Memento. I love Memento also. Um, I love Inception. I love the Batman movies. I, I, is in the, did, he, did he do The Machinist? He, I don't think he did The Machinist, but he did The uh, the Magician movie. The Magician. I didn't, I didn't care um, for that. I didn't care for that. What was that? Uh, the Prestige. Yeah, I, the Prestige. Yeah. I, I, I like that movie. I know you did. I know you did. You always have. I mean, it had David Bowie in it, man. Come on. Yeah, I hear you. But I, I just, I, I wasn't, I wasn't crazy about that one either. But like, the uh, for for the most part, I'm, I'm a fan of the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so if he says I can do this, I'm gonna go ahead and give him some faith. <sighs> yeah, I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna go see it on opening night. You right. know what I mean? Uh, just for the simple fact, because it's an Akira movie. Um, and I I think that I know a lot of people are gonna fucking hate me for this. But, like, Akira was, I think, the first bump for American culture to get into the Japan, the, the Absolutely. anime. Absolutely. And, and there's an and on this one. Oh. I, I think, for me, it was kind of the pinnacle. You know, like, nothing has really been as good okay. as Akira since Akira. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. I, not so, to say that I don't watch anime, because can, there's, a, there's a lot of anime stuff out there that I watch. I mean, I, I've kind of said this before. You know, like, like I'll I'll find something. You know, it'll be like you know Netflix. Be like, hey, here's a new anime show. Watch it, and I'll watch the whole series. I'll watch every fucking episode, two seasons, and it'll be on while I'm painting or building models or doing whatever. And once it's done, it's done, and it's kind of out of my mind, and I just don't fucking give a care about it anymore. Now, you and I can fend off the haters together. Okay. Because I feel the same way that you do. Yeah. I think that it was it was the one movie that. You know, kind of struck at Americans and and made Americans pay attention to like you know what is going on over here with this art form. Yeah. Um, and I think the reason why another one hasn't struck in the same way is because there hasn't been another one that's been as good. Now, yeah, I'm going to say that to say this: there are a lot of anime fans out there who would make this sort of comparison. That's like the guy who heard MC Hammer tried to get into rap music and decided, nope, none of it's really as good as this. That it's crossover appeal and all that kind of stuff is paled in comparison to a lot of the higher quality pieces that are over here. I disagree with that view. I just want to acknowledge that I am aware of it. Like, like what, like what other, I mean, what other things are out there that are so damn good? I, I couldn't even tell you cause I don't even pay this those individuals much attention. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely not fucking Dragon Ball. I'll tell no, you that no, right no. I'm talking about movies. I'm talking about movies. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, like, um, I, I couldn't even tell you other ones. And I've watched, I've, I've, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a connoisseur, but definitely around that time, I made an effort to try to get into more. I saw Vampire Hunter D. I saw Fist now, of the North Star. I, I, I saw yeah, three, I mean, Fist of the North Star was another good, a good, good genre. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. I mean, can we, can we include Voltron in that? No, because it wasn't a movie. That's true. But like, true. you know, like, I don't think that I, I just I, I tried three by three eyes, but I, 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 that Ninja Scroll, all that stuff. Like I, I enjoyed it good enough, but none of it was Akira. Yes, 
you yes. know. And I, I know in 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 defense, before you you anime guys out there fucking have a conniption fit, I mean, you know, we're both in our mid thirties. All right, so like in the early nineties, the late eighties, when when um, the anime stuff came out, I mean, we were all about it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, like any first off, any cartoon that you could see boobs in. You know, <laughs> right. when you're when you're right. fucking when you're fucking twelve and thirteen years old, I exactly. mean, sign me the fuck up, man. Um, and uh, you know, there there are some other animations that I still have a proclivity to. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was like a bit of the shock factor. Yeah, and, and there and there's some good stuff out there, but it's just not. It's like there there. First off, there's so much of a saturation, you know, and and just none of it is like I, I think again, is groundbreaking and is prolific as Akira. So, I, but again, you know, to, to put this all together, I don't think, I, I, it's not that I don't think that, that Christopher Nolan is capable. I just think that it's, it's a harder fit than it needs to be. And there's, I agree. and there's plenty of guys out there that would probably knock it out of the fucking box a lot better than him. But we're I'm not going to say a lot better, but I'm going to say a lot more expected. Like, you know what I mean? It would meet what you would expect it to be. I okay, think that this Akira is going to be a very different thing. Yeah, maybe. Um, we'll see. And, and, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a bad thing. You know, like, I think that the big, giant, silly putty monster at the end, um, you know, I think that that might be a Watchmen squid situation. You know what I mean? <sighs> oh, man, see, that's that's when you kind of lose me. Like, I want to see that monster. Like, if, I, if I'm going to see an Akira... That's the Akira that I want to see. I don't want to see, you know, like I, like it. All right, it worked for, um, what should we call it? For Watchmen, it worked for Watch Watchmen. They didn't do the giant, vagina monster. You know what I mean? Squid monster. Vagina squid monster. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I can track, I can tracking with that. It, that that was okay with me. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't have, a, I didn't have to file a hurt feelings report on that one. Well, they also real quick they. They invested into that idea. You know what I mean? Like all the, the, the nuclear clock and all that kind of stuff. Like they invested into that theme, so it did kind of pay off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like with Akira, I, I kind of need the big, you know. Silly Putty monster? Silly Putty, you know, the, the monster that Cartman made fun of in, in South Park, you know. S- silly, silly, silly Putty Skirtum monster? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I need that big, you know, floppy, oozing, <laughs> growing, you know, just being stupid. I need that guy. I need that guy in my life, man. I don't know. I mean, I like, why then Why do it? You know, why do it? I mean, I think that there's bigger kind of themes at play as far as, you know, you know, power taking control and things like that. Like, I think there's other ways you can play it, but I know that people, you know, it doesn't matter. If it's not there, it's just like the Watchmen. You know, there was people that cried up and down the aisles because there was no vagina squid monster. Was there? I yeah. don't remember. I don't, you know, I don't No, no, I mean, people. I don't mean in the theater that we saw it in. I just mean in the community. Really? Oh my God! Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't. And I don't it, even pay attention to it because it's just foolishness. It, but I think, like, I think I think it's the same thing, though. I think that there'll be, you know, if they were to not do the giant silly putty test, a scrotum monster, there would there would. Be, I mean, it's all about veins and wires. You know? <laughs> there, there would be people out there crying, like, "Where's my scrotum monster?" Yeah, I mean, I'd be one of them. I'd be one of them. Yeah, but I, but also but also it depends on like I will say this, you know, I I will walk into the theater. And if they do it in a way that makes sense visually and it works, I won't complain about it. Right. Just like, you know, I mean, like, because I was expecting to see the vagina. A squid, squid monster. monster. too. I, you know, that was an expectation. Like, man, how is, how is he going to pull this? Well, it was Zack Snyder. It's like, how could he not take the panel right out of the book? Yeah, I mean, how is he going to pull that? This would be interesting. And then when it when it went, it's like, you know what? 
that makes more sense than the book does. It, it, it does. You know, Thank and, I, you. and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm on, I'm sign me up, dude. I'm, I'm good. Um, but I don't think that people are going to, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So Superman. All right. So well, I, let me do, let me do the, can I do the Ragnar book first? Sure. You, you're going to, you going to hate on that little. Eh, it's fine, I guess. Is that pop culture? Is that even popular? <laughs> well, fuck. <laughs> they sold out instantly. Um, All right. I mean, I think the black, I think the black library book's pretty good. Um, I will say this though, for those guys out there looking for collect collectible books, like high end, like they put a lot of time and energy, check out the black library. Um, I'll probably be doing a review of the book by itself because the the quality and the craftsmanship of the book design uh, was amazing. The story was total shit, total shit. Force of fears. No, it wasn't that bad. It, it, the, the problem was it was like super short. It was like 175 pages. I'm not a huge reader. Um, and the fact that I, I read it in like like two and a half evenings or one and a half evenings uh, was was a little bit was a little bit much. I, I, I would, and it was 65 bucks. It wasn't cheap. Um, I thought it was bigger, man. I thought it was bigger. But it's nice. It's nice. So uh, if you guys are a, uh, a sci-fi fan, like reading fan, um, I will say that the, the Horace Heresy books and the books in that in that uh, genre are some of the best written fantasy books out there. Um, I'm really thoroughly enjoying them. This one was good as well. And I would suggest you check it out. I'm not going to ruin the story for you, but if you like uh, Space Vikings, I mean, who doesn't like Space Vikings that also like wolves? It's, it's for you. Now for Superman. That was short and sweet, right? Perfect. Didn't cause you too much Perfect. pain. All right. Now for Superman. Okay. I want to make some extra mouth noises just to piss you off. <laughs> Superman is probably my. It, it, there's a hard. If somebody asked me what my favorite comic book character of all time is, depending on my mood of that day, I'm going to say Superman and/or Batman. Um, part of me believes that in the modern culture, they've kind of evolved to different sides of the same coin, and I don't. I don't think now that one could really exist without the other one in in our culture. As as strange as that sounds, it just it makes you it makes you appreciate the other one because you know that the opposite one exists. And I know that sounds kind of odd, but that's just kind of how I feel about those characters. Now, I'm not a I'm not the hugest fan of the New 52. Some of it is good, some of it is shit. My biggest complaint about it is Superman comes off a little too cocky, a little too douchey. I know Superman has been a douche before, but I like that kind of troubled, always worried about the world, trying to fit in, and the fact that his character, even though he's a god, he's almost more human than anybody else. That's his charm. And unless you know that character, you really can't say that. And I miss that character, because I feel like the new 52 version is not that character. Now, I say that to say this, I do believe that he's starting to become that character in the books that I've read from New 52, and I believe that it's only so long that they can write him a different way before he just kind of converts to that character, because I feel like he kind of has like a spirit and mind of his own, and the writers can't help but to write him that way eventually. But the Earth-1 Superman kind of feels that fills that void for me, and I like the new spin, you know how they it, it is a reimagining of the character um he's coming to a world where there's nobody else there yet he's 
coming from Kansas. He's just coming to Metropolis. He's trying to figure out what job that he has. And I like the book. I like the art. I like the characters. I like the changes they made in it. Part one and part two were both good. Part one was like, you know, him kind of coming out of the super closet as it was. And why does every superhero have to become a gay metaphor nowadays? You ever notice that? You know? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm cool with the X-Men, okay? You know, Brian Singer, you win. You know, they're no longer about, you know, racial equality. Now it's about, like, you know, you know gay rights. It's cool. I don't, I don't care. But, like, it's a hot topic. It is. I guess so. So, but this third, and now, and now these are all graphic novels. Um, they don't come in Lucy's, which I wouldn't buy them anyway. They're all hardback. They're all nice. And they all, you know, they're, they're, they're reaching like the 25 buck mark. And they're only, I would say they're maybe, what, you, maybe three or four issues, man? Do you think it's a whole six issue run in those? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, traditionally, story arcs are usually six issues. Yeah. Uh, I don't think these are six issues. I, I would say they're maybe four and a half, right? Yeah. But dude, this one, it had it had a lot of a, a lot of uh, sides, and I just didn't feel like there was much meat there. Now there was an epic battle. Um, Zod Zod was the main character. There's some you know twists. And should I should I go and should I ruin it for people? Nah, I mean unless you, unless you want to. I mean it's obvious from the get go because he tell Zod tells you his name. So it's, okay, it well, we're gonna give uh, spoilers. So if you don't uh, want yeah. to be spoiled, then turn it off now. Yeah. All right. So yeah, just. Get, Forward, it's about 10 minutes, all right, because I'm going to rant for a little bit. All right, so Zod L, so obviously he's from the house of L, and he is he is Superman's uncle. He is Jor-El's brother. And in this is a yet another, you know, reimagination of why Krypton was doomed. There's this bit of business about Zod coming to Earth and killing a bunch, bunch of people, uh, you know, the governments of the earth are kind of unhappy with Superman at this time because he kind of threw a dictator out of power, um, which, you know, they had put in power even though the dictator is brutal. It was one of those, you know, kind of CIA douchebag moves. But it's just, it, it seems very transparent. Um, there's, a, there's a bit of business with, with the Luthers, plural, um, that seems a little bit forced, like change for change's sake. And at the end of the day, I just didn't feel like the story... There's a lot going on a little bit about time. There was hints of, you know, where maybe Brainiac will come from. There was hints about Clark's relationship, which is not with Lois, um, which I don't mind. And there, there is a younger Superman that realizes that he can't do this by himself, and he needs he needs somebody to not only emotionally invest in, but kind of be a sounding board when he's Superman. So, like, there is a part that, you know, Clark needs to have some people he cares about in his life, and Superman needs to have some people that he cares about that can help him guide because he is like this super powerful being. And in and in this storyline, there's not a bunch of other superheroes yet. I mean, we know that there's Batman, and I've been digging the Batman story. Um, but I thought the Batman, the Earth One, uh, Volume Two Batman was a hell of a lot better. Hell of a lot better. You got a lot more bang for your buck with the whole Riddler thing, which I read a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um. So if you are Earth One Superman fan and you like it i mean it's kind of gonna be like a no-brainer the artwork is nice there's some cool elements to the story but it just it, it feels like they had this really good thing going they were going in a certain direction i mean this series has been out for a couple years now and i'm just not you know it's just not doing it for me like i bought this motherfucker oh shit this is out i didn't know this is out i'm buying this right now right and like the next time it the next time it comes out i might be like you know sneaking the quarter of uh borders and or is it 
What, which is it that's uh, still around? Is it Borders? The bookstore? Or is it Barnes, uh, and Barnes and Noble. I'm going to you know, sit in the corner of Barnes and Noble and read that motherfucker before I buy it. Because um, if it's not if it's not good, I'm probably going to stop there. So, uh, you know, so Earth One Superman Volume Three. That's pretty much it, man. Nice. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up and check it well, out. Well, of course, of course you are. Great, of course. Great. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Do, do you ever do you ever feel like ah, these motherfuckers got me, man? I'm gonna buy this regardless. It's like it's it's almost like an abusive relationship, you know? You're just gonna keep. I, I feel that action. way with some stuff, not necessarily with comics, because like. I do feel like with with uh, I don't feel as much of an abusive relationship with comics. I feel like it's like uh, it's a, I feel like everyone's a game. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just like you win some, you lose some, but you live to fight another day. Yeah, um, and I guess they 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 do it well so many times that every once in a while they get a pass. With Star yeah. Wars, I definitely feel like it's an abusive relationship. Um, with Transformers, I definitely feel like it's an abusive relationship, hmm. but not so much with. Actually, I guess with Hasbro all around, I feel like it's an abusive relationship. Yeah, Hasbro looks like it's like one step forward, two steps back here recently with you guys. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah, they've they're just they're just team shortcut. You know what I mean? It's just getting it's a mess, cheaper and cheaper. I will say that like the the legends have gotten a little bit better here recently, um, and the Black Series figures are still pretty good. That Stormtrooper's a piece of shit. That that uh, first order Stormtrooper. Really. Oh my god, dude! His elbow cut—like they purposely don't have the elbow cut in the middle of the fucking elbow. It's like forty-five degrees off center, so his mm. armor stops him from moving his arms up beyond like fifteen degrees. That sounds horrible. It's a nightmare, and the plastic's <laughs> soft, and it's just—it's just a, a nightmare. <laughs> but the, uh, it, it is interesting that, like, you know, like the, the other ones they put out, Finn Ray and um, uh, Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. are all. Like, there's no repaint potential. You oh, really? I mean? Now, yeah. this is the Black Series. Yeah. You know, it's huh. just like, like, it's just, it's very interesting that they can put those figures out at the same price point of a Marvel Legend, which they just crank out repaints. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just, that's just interesting to me. Hmm. That is interesting. But anyway, we'll get on out of here. We're going to have a Facebook, you know, set up a proper Facebook. And so, I don't know. We're going to do some other shit, but follow us. We have a Twitter. Uh, and we might set up another Twitter. So God, no are, you, are you answering those tweets, man? I'm not. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but it's fun to say we have it. Um, <laughs> and what else? And then uh, we have an email set up. Yeah, it's uh, the fanboy channel at gmail.com. Okay, and we have a YouTube. Uh, did we, we get a? Did we find our? Actually, I, I found it. Nice. I found it. Yeah, and it was funny. We had some older podcasts that I went back and listened to the audio quality. And they're motherfucking get deleted. <laughs> make them, make them, make them private, so I can go back. Oh, they're they're they are private. They okay. are private. So, um, and so yeah. Uh, with that being said, I don't think there's anything else. That, oh, check out uh beers and bolters. Yeah. As they as they find time to record beers and bolters 40k. We did record here recently though. I know. I saw. I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet. And uh, for those of you guys who are into the 40k stuff, you know, let me know about that last little segment. Had a had a question, and we did a little extra forty-five minute segment of just me talking about army lists. If you're into that nerd kind of stuff, um, and also, guys, let us know if you want more in-depth reviews and if you want a little bit of spoilers. Because sometimes I, I'm actually that guy that doesn't mind spoilers because I can, whenever I watch something, it doesn't matter if I know it's coming. I can still I feel that I can enjoy it just the same way. Well, you know um, what I think we should do is that, get is get together, go into the basement, you know, switch houses every other week or whatever. Set up our computers, 
set up headphones, watch a movie, and do some commentaries. That would be awesome. I'm down with that. Let's make that um, happen. But anyway, and, and then be sure to check out Shattercast Uncut. That's another podcast I'm on uh, about Transformers and Third Party. It's a ragtag group. For Transformers fans, by Transformers fans. That's right. And, uh, of course, Skullface Review. And, uh, well, hey, any, any, uh, sneak peeks of what's going on for Skullface reviews? Uh, by the time this thing is up, who knows? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, Devastator, Hasbro's Devastator will be up next week. Give you an okay. idea of when we recorded this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have, uh, TFC's Predaking on loan. That'll be the following week, I think. So, how, how was, uh, how was Devastator? Um, I hate him for what they did right. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's it. I got some stuff on the way, but nothing. nothing I got that Injustice Superman figure from Big Arts, which is a fucking thing of art. Ah, yeah. Have you looked at that? Oh, I got the review. I, I, I saw, no, I saw it when I was at your house the other day. I haven't watched the review yet. Um, I just, you know, Injustice Superman is my least favorite. Yeah, no, I hear you. That's actually, that's actually the skit. So, oh, is it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's nice. Jaina telling. It's it's um Jaina telling me all the things that are wrong about it. Yeah, it just it just um, I I I'm shocked that uh, I'm shocked at times that uh, DC let it happen. Yeah, you know, so. certainly. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it, and you know, give us a thumbs up. It really helps us out. <laughs> really helps us out. Give us a share. Give us a favorite. It helps us out. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. You guys take care. Later.